What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to another episode of the Fade You podcast. Here we are today recording on Thursday, February 9th, our final Super Bowl preview pod, among other things. We've got a little bit more to catch up on. Thank you, Clara, and a little bit more to talk about. So here's who's here. Roll call real quick. Uh, My name is Matthew James, and I do not have Joe. Joe is at... uh, Joe is in beautiful Detroit at the Wings-Flames game. Uh, fun fact, the Red Wings used to play in an arena known as the Joe, Joe Lewis Arena, but it is not that anymore. It is Little Caesars Arena now. And today is National Pizza Day. So there you go. Maybe Joe's going to have himself a pie over there at the the Little Caesars place. So no Joe. Uh, Chris should be here shortly. Chris, is, we have a very small window to record because Chris is going to St. Mary's Loyola Marymount tonight. Uh, that'll be a good time. So I do right now have Bucket Boy and I have Kmart. I guess we could get to this first. Kmart is back on Twitter, but not returned, I think is what you said. Is that correct? Yeah. I'm, so I'm very present. Mis- it's kind of like what, you, what you say you explain to your yourself? students, Matt. You're present, but you're not really here. That's kind of... That's kind of mysterious. Like how I am. That's yeah, the mysterious. story of your life, though, Kyle, in a nutshell. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> apologies for the delay in getting this going, but uh, we got a lot going on collectively for sure. So we're here. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about LeBron. Congrats, LeBron. Just fantastic achievement. Crickets. But we got to talk about it. So Kmart has the. The Caterpillar Tunnel. For those watching on YouTube, this looks incredibly fun. Now, it is a baby gift for a one-year-old, but it looks like a really good time. And before we started recording, Kyle was talking about how why he won't go in the tunnel. Do you want to share what we were just discussed or what we just talked about? I mean, I guess, but it, it needs to be clean because we took it to Arizona for her first birthday celebration out there um and yeah there's a couple kids in there just you know going through teething so drooling but just for whatever reason for me like i I just can't like i need i need to bleach it i need to burn it like i i don't do good with it i don't i don't know why it's just it's just disgusting to me like i i can handle like a blown out shit but i can't handle baby drool that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, don't after a year of literally wiping asshole and like cleaning up actual shit, <laughs> don't you get to a point? And, and Neil, you weigh in on up. this too. And, and throw up and you've been drool. thrown up on. You've had, you've had breast milk spit up onto you. No <laughs> doubt, right? 100% every dad. It more gets had- spilled on me. Like she's, she's a good eater. She doesn't like really spit up much and i can't even remember the last time she did like she i mean we'll give her food and she'll like spit it out if it's too big but like i've never tr- like you see those horror things where someone just gets splattered yeah what i like that's never happened like it's been like a little spit up here or there but it's never been like that crazy like ah, and it's just like doused like she actually, she actually beat on me earlier today see i was gonna i was gonna say and i don't know how i got around it i again 
the the split between me changing diapers and my wife having changed diapers right is probably 85 percent my wife and 15 percent over my lifestyle but i will say other than my son being born and him peeing on me as i went to cut the umbilical cord i have not been peed on i have not had like the flying you hear the stories like flying shits as you're changing and it gets all over that never happened i've been thrown up on though multiple times drool the kids will drool over everything right their mouths are on everything that you ever pick up i have zero problem with the, with the drool yeah I, I don't it's like we play in scum it's all always the time. bothered me whether it's babies or just somebody else it's just like i don't know it's probably why my pet peeve is chewing with food in your mouth like chewing with your mouth open you just can't can't do it <clears throat> This is a conversation that we'll surely have to continue on the Two Dads podcast. Oh, with, definitely. With KMR, with Neil, we'll with Joey tomorrow. Cheese. Shout out Joey Cheese, another actual dad. And uh, maybe one day Chris Duke. We'll see. Don't I don't know. I mean, you're you're a father of a new puppy. That's This is true. He's absolutely going to town right now <laughs> on, a, on a Kong that's filled with peanut butter. Nice. He is just he is in his own. He's literally right next to me. That's awesome. And he's in his own little world. It's it's great. I mean, this is he, he's just obsessed with this thing. And so dad can dad can pot, and it's great. Yeah. So all right, uh, lots to talk about. We did preview the Super Bowl a little bit uh, a little over a week ago, about a week and a half ago. Immediately after the conference championship games, which just went so well. For everyone here on this show, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so that was not fun, but not a lot has changed. We'll get to the Super Bowl here in a couple minutes, but we just want to jump into a couple other things that have happened in sports. Uh, what a sports weekend, by the way, uh, with the waste management this weekend, Super Bowl coming up in a couple days. College basketball is really in full swing right now. We're, we're a little over a month away from the madness conference tournaments right around the corner. Really, really exciting time. I did want to start with this. So our our dad, Joe, is in Detroit, and he's at the the Wings game. So I I have the Wings and Flames game on while we record. And I was thinking about this earlier today, and I realized I'm not really watching as much hockey right now. It's not that I'm not into it. It's just I'm not as into it as I have been other years. And I was thinking about Joe in Detroit going to the Red Wings game, and hockey really misses out with the Red Wings not being good. From the late 90s, when I started following hockey, the Red Wings were a dominant force. They won multiple Stanley Cups. They were always good. They were always in the playoffs. And I started thinking about certain leagues really lose a lot when certain teams aren't good. So what I wanted to pose to the dads on the pod is, can you think of a team right now who's down where the league as a result is just worse off for it? Honestly, another good one, and and you guys know how I feel about SC, but college football really is worse when SC sucks. Like those few years where they were irrelevant, it just is a huge loss for, for college football when SC isn't good. And this year, when they were good, it was a huge story all season. on people, Whether you love them or hate them, it's college football is better for it when USC is good. Even as a hater, I could admit that. Can you guys think of other ones right now where team is down and so the sport is worse off for it? 
Lakers. It's just not the same, right? Yeah. I mean, what are they? 13th in the West? Yeah. Like, today is probably the first day in years I've actually been like, oh, shit, this is kind of exciting. They finally have done something. Finally makes me want to be like, I got to pay a little more. I like Bomba. Um, but I, I mean, that's I, what it's come to for Laker fans. I, I never, I never thought they should have traded D'Angelo Russell to begin with. Like they traded him because they wanted to free it up for Lonzo Ball, and they should have drafted Jason Tatum over Ball. So that was the start of me saying, "Fuck this franchise!" Is when they started doing all this shit. Thank you, Magic Johnson. Um, so to me, I'm like, oh man, got the player back that I kind of liked. Now if only uh, they could get that other wing, you know player be pretty good well let's not let's not like if we're gonna go into a quick laker talk as the lakers fans and i am certainly one with kmar like the the problem that the lakers made and i hope they understand this in retrospect right the lakers are a win now organization all the time so they go out and they draft all these 19 years old 19 year olds where they have randall they had brandon ingram right ball d'angelo russell and they never had the time Josh to just start Josh Hart, what, would they never just sat back and said, let's wait for this 19-year-old kid to develop, to become an athlete, to get in a league where you are 24, 25, and you can play with to a, at a very high level in within basketball. But you can't do that at 19 years old. And when you're the Lakers and you are set out and hell-bent on instant gratification every single year and you're not allowed to rebuild – their whole model just didn't work. If they had stuck with it, this team would be like crazy. Could you imagine? Could you we imagine though if they didn't right? trade for AD and just let him come in the offseason? Yeah. They would still have Brandon Ingram, most likely. You'd have that you would have had like that whole Pelicans team. At, still. at least all and, those picks. So they could have actually traded for right. for uh, bogey today. Like it's just so, mistake yeah. so, after so mistake. So that was the part. It's mistake after mistake. And I and I'm sorry, like this whole NBA nonsense that went down just was it, it put I was already off of basketball this garbage that happened the soap opera where it's like and it was funny like I was thinking this and it was funny that he posted it Trent posted like real glad I spent just spent $600 last time I was on in New York on my Durant jersey I don't know how you I don't know how you root for anybody it's incredible to me, and it, it completely turns me off as a fan that no one sticks around. This this, this was just a dis- – this trade deadline was a disaster. Some of your best players from this era are, like, literally not going to be associated with any team. Yeah. It's, yeah. We- it's, it's so weird. Like, even the LeBrons – I guess we can kind of transition into LeBron stuff. It just it, – it, it's still weird to me that he's even a Laker. It just doesn't even fit. Yeah. Like when he's standing up there with the crowd, he's like, fuck man. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, I just, it does nothing for me. And it, it, it must be weird for his Laker fans to see him like achieve this in your uniform. Cause he hated it. Most Laker fans I know don't even I was right feel there like with he's AD. one of their guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, and that, and I was more heated the other night, but like, now I've kind of cooled down, but you know, I definitely understand where AD's probably coming from. But like the fact of the matter is, it's like you just had this amazing achievement 
and you couldn't even beat the fucking Thunder. Like, it's not like they lost to a top-tier team. You've lost to the Thunder, who are basically in the same position you are. Like, LeBron's problem is he can't elevate. Like, I know what he did in Cleveland, but that was the East. Like, it was a lot easier back then. But Kobe, especially the 2006-07 season, played with Kwame Brown and Smush Parker. And he should have won the MVP that year, averaging 36 points a game when teams actually play defense. Like, LeBron scoring 30 at 38 is a great storyline, but teams don't score 100 points anymore. Teams are scoring 120-plus. Like, it's 30 points a game to me is like, what, like, whatever like no no one's guarding anybody every game's an all-star game until the final two minutes so it's just to me like it, that that's where the league's been lost is just there it's just not fun to watch like i don't know why they think it's fun to watch teams score like i i want the lakers spurs you know scoring in the 80s lakers celtics game seven they're so dead ass tired from beating the shit out of each other for six games they couldn't even make a fucking layup that's basketball so I have a question, and I have a question for you guys, because I was thinking about the exact same thing, right, and how it's sort of muted, right, how the scoring title is muted because the game has evolved, right? You don't see an, an 88 to 82 final anymore. It's these ridiculous, and I'm not saying anything bad about your your Sacramento Kings there, Maddie, but like right, ev- every game is 140 to 130. It doesn't matter who they play, right? The same has, The same thing has happened in football. Right. Oh, like yeah. every right. The the narrative that, you know, Tom Brady set the, you know, the single season passing record. We all discount that this is the first season or, you know, the first season with 17 games as part of it. Right. So we go out and just say, oh, like he just set some record and all these passing records are, that are being set and they're going to be broken. But the game is completely changed. Right. In these from these passing respects. So like as much as you want to do, but it's still enjoy. Like, right. I think football is still enjoyable. You still have that level where do you, know, you still can play defense. I hope they, you know, don't get to a point where it's just, you know, turns into, you know, arena football where it's 67, you know, 63, every single game. Like there needs to be a level of defense that is accepted and is still exciting. So I hope it doesn't get to that. But I was thinking about that today, how, you know, I do feel it's muted. You can't compare the two. And, you know, to what Kyle said in the, in the difference, and I think it was Stephen A. I don't agree with much of that the guy says, but I think the greatest thing was he said, the difference between LeBron versus Kobe or Michael is Kobe and Michael don't lose that game. How do you lose? I, I don't. How do you lose to the Yeah, Oklahoma I mean, look City at Kobe playing his last game, putting up over 60 so he can go out, you know, not yeah. making the playoffs, but at least win his last game. Like going on empty, like that—that that was one of the gussiest of performances I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, of course it was going to happen. So I, uh, we can move on. I have nothing left to say about NBA in general. God, yeah, I love college basketball, much, though. Way too much time on the NBA, but yeah, college basketball is great. Um, Two-minute LeBron rant turned into a ten-minute NBA <laughs> TED talk. I know, Jesus. <laughs> Go Kings. <laughs> Got to end the drought. Got to catch my Mike Brown coach of the year, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Need that. Uh, the win total over is going to – they have 31 wins right now. I think my brother and I took over 33 and a half. So they're going to they're gonna catch that before the All-Star yeah. break. So 
It's only been 16 years since they were good. So go Kings. All right. Uh, let's talk some football. Let's talk some Super Bowl. I think we should do that. Not a ton has changed in the last week. It's not like the line has been moving like crazy. It's not like the total has been moving like crazy. The narratives are largely the same. I don't think there's, I mean, people just kind of assumed Mahomes' ankle would get better over the two weeks. It sounds like there's a lot of stuff about the Chiefs are doing a lot in practice. I think, what was the quote I read today about Kadarius Tony in practice? Did anybody see that? It just was the funniest, like, buzz. It was something to the effect of, like, they're doing crazy stuff with Kadarius Tony in practice just to to add hype and buzz or whatever. So, I mean, I think it is what it is. The Chiefs are going to be healthy enough. Jalen Hurts is going to be healthy enough. And we probably have what's going to be a pretty evenly matched Super Bowl. And I know Joe is huge on the Chiefs. And then before we started recording, Chris just told us that some of his square guys that that he likes to to fade the long-term losers, I think, as we would say, went in on a huge, huge Chiefs bet as well. Have any of your opinions on the game changed in the last week? Or do you guys have it? Do you think any differently about the game now than you did right after championship Sunday? I, I just can't wait for the coin toss, man. Like, I just can't wait. Once that happens, I'm just I'm just there to watch football. Like, put the coin toss to me. Coin toss, and I'm going to be eating pizza, wings, and whatever. But, yeah, I mean, Chiefs, Mahomes probably wins MVP. Probably goes over 15 and a half. I feel that that's become the st- – I feel that that's kind of become like when we sat here on whenever we did our right out, right. You know, the, our first reaction, instant reaction that night. And we sort of said that, right. It sort of made sense. Uh, right. I think I said either team catching points to me made sense. Um, as a side, I think we credited this, the stat that in the moment that, and correct me if I'm wrong of the last 10 seasons, I think the team that gets the line move is eight and two Matt. Uh, Chris had some, that, and it, it was something. It was really strong for super the team strong that had the line move. Yeah, that had the line move in their favor, right? So that would leave you. That would leave. Did you it to move in their favor as much as the books just didn't set it right at the beginning? Like, isn't there well, a difference? If I'm not mistaken, right? What happened? The look ahead, right, of the potential Super Bowl matchups was KC minus one, right? So the fact that Casey won. I don't know what drove. And I actually heard, I think it was, I think it was uh, Benson at Circa had said, or maybe it was Mike Palm, but I believe it was, it was Circa, that they made it minus two because of their preseason futures liability on Kansas City. That they are, they were much more liable if Kansas City was to win this, the Super Bowl versus from a future standpoint than if Philly was to win. Right. So they don't so, mind writing some Philly bets and evening out that. Exactly. Goal. So let's take it to my right. Let's take it to two KC minus two and a half to try and write some Philly bets. But yes, we saw that line move when we talked about it. It just blew, blew right through zero, blew you know up to two um, in Philadelphia's favor. But I I feel almost right that that's kind of 
I don't know that I don't want to say it's become a square narrative, but I think it's almost like to me is like the prevailing narrative that's out there right now. And you guys tell me if you feel differently that the narrative is I'll take Mahomes as an underdog because that stat is ridiculous too. Like I think that stat is like a, when Mahomes is an underdog, I think he was eleven and four. I mean, there's that yes. Andy Reid makes total sense. You have Andy Reid off a of buy. You have all these things, but I, I find it then interesting though that 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 this hasn't trickled itself down like closer to pick them. Right, we haven't got this line back down underneath one. You know, I don't even know if it's come if there's if it's gone I back. Saw to like it. A I saw that two an hour ago on our book. It was still at two. I'm seeing one in that. You know, I'm seeing it at Philly minus one and a half. But you haven't seen it sort of swing back the other way with all of these. You know, it's everything. You know, would lead to Chiefs, but you haven't seen the line come back. You know, and and trickled. You know, down more down to even, which I sort of kind of envisioned it potentially happen it just hasn't happened yet and it still could i mean we're recording on right? thursday afternoon john murray said on their podcasts at the Superbook that the public won't come in and bet this until the weekend people are going to go into people are going to land into vegas wherever they're going to go watch the games tomorrow saturday so the public and he did say as well that the super bowl is one of the few events where the public can really move the number because the volume is so high so I said all along, I, I can't believe that the public would be against Mahomes two games in a row. So I, and I could totally be wrong. I'll be the first to admit it, but I would sure expect the line to go a little closer to pick by the time the game kicks off. Maybe late money comes back in on Philly, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. I mean, nothing's changed for me. I, I I played a small on the over because it just I don't know, just for fun. Seems like twenty seven twenty four is pretty pretty easy, you know, with these two offenses. Um, I mean, Mahomes he looked, you know, hobbled at times. I mean, first half he looked okay. Second half is when he kind of looked hobbled two weeks ago. So just getting that rest and the receivers are going to be healthy. I'll probably do a Juju Smith prop to score a touchdown. That's probably the only thing I'm going to care. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to go crazy here because like I'm, just, I just don't really care. Shockingly, like I, I'm, I'm going to have more on the coin toss than I'm going to have on all all three of those combined. You're Juju still dead. first You're still touchdown dead would be that would be that would Anytime probably be like a really good one, right? Seventy though. So like yeah. to me, if Juju gets a touchdown, it's like. Hell yeah, because of my yeah. homerness. Um, How about over, Ronald like, Jones? Over, that's just a fun one to bet for. And then, like, I got a bunch of free bets on the Chiefs' money line. So it's just like, it's just gonna be a fun day, honestly. Like, how about how about Rojo yards over? What is his yards prop gonna be? Half a yard? Is he even gonna dress? Well, they're like, they're uh, elevated Clyde, right? So he probably yeah. won't. Yeah. He probably won't even be active. Yeah, I doubt it. Like remember two years ago, that was that was my prop bet. Anytime Rojo touchdown, he scores and it gets called back from I don't even remember. Well, I'm glad you brought up props, Kyle, because I think I mean I don't have a huge great feeling on either side, but what I would caution people to do, especially this late, this close to the game, and I know we gotta wrap up in a few minutes, but 
we've probably all learned the hard way that you really shouldn't go nuts on props. I remember when the Niners were in the Super Bowl, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm going to do use check over catches. I'm going to do use check Dude, over receiving yards. We also yards. followed Steve Fezzik, who took a massive shit that year on his props in the Super Bowl. Well, so here's the I thing about so props. so much money following that guy. It, it, is, it is so hard to follow people on props because – you're rarely going to get as good a number as them. You're probably getting a worse number almost every single time because props move a lot because the people who win at props are able to bet them right away. And so if you live like in California, like we do, and you, it's so hard to win at props. And so if, especially if you're going to try to do overs, like you're, you're really at a big disadvantage. So what I would definitely recommend like a prop over, bait yourself and go under. Yeah, right. Like if if you're really eager to fire a bunch of overs and props, just don't overdo it. Pick one, two, three, like, and don't fire fourteen props. You're just asking to get cleaned out. And don't do the don't do the the wide receiver and take all three overs of receptions, yards, and longest reception. Right. Pick one. Pick one of the three that you think you have the best chance at, and don't 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 take Kelsey over. Seven and a half receptions over the 82 and a half yards and over 19 and a half, you know, longest reception. And definitely and, don't and to catch a touchdown, right? a coin toss. I'm just crazy. I like you instant know, gratification. I mean, you guys joke about it all the time. First to 10, you know, I used to like that every now and then. And I don't, I don't even remember first to 20, maybe. And I feel like there is something else. 15, but, 15. Well, and you playing war. Oh yeah, casino. Oh man, hey, it's not. My, it's Dan's fault. He's the one that got me into that game, and it was just fun because it's like you don't have to think. <laughs> I laughed because I remembered what he what he told me, and I can't I can't say it on a on a live stream. <laughs> and Clara's in the room. Yeah. All yeah, all week we I've heard about second. <laughs> some of the biggest handle they have so far is on the coin toss and people are freaking out. Oh my God. I can't believe people will lay minus minus one ten on a, on a 50, 50, <laughs> but I'll say it. It, it is pretty electric. It, it, you get it out of the way right off the bat. Kyle, you, I mean, you can speak to it, you know, Dude, right we away, nuts, whether it's going to be the Niners a good day or bad day. Hit it. We went oh, nuts. It was, it was unbelievable. It was, Exhilarating. Also, because we had a few hundred on it, but we went nuts. <laughs> Good times. Back when the Niners used to be able to make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now they just. Now it's just not. It's just different. All right, we should get out of here. Uh, it's a bummer we didn't have the other guys to do a little bit more of a full preview. But honestly, I mean, the line is probably right to be under three. It's a game that could go either way. So. People don't go nuts with this one. Enjoy the game. Bet it all on, uh, what are you on, Kyle? Tails? I'll tell you on Sunday. Okay. So the new Twitter, the new one for people to get your official coin toss pick is at underscore Kmart9, correct? Correct, yeah. I mean, I had to get rid of the angles because I'm just not writing my opinion on anything because – I don't give a fuck about yours and I know damn well you don't give a shit about mine. So I knew I had to get rid of the whole angle thing. I, I quit that. I don't know, two years ago. Maybe we'll do a, a contest or a competition to help rebrand Kmart's Twitter this summer. I think that, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. 
Maybe we'll yeah, give like, the winner a t-shirt. Or Joey, something. Joey was like, "You should do Everybody Loves Kmart," and it. I almost did it. It's just too long. I wanted something short. Um. So yeah, just figured why can't why not just my name and favorite number. There we go. Nine's my favorite. All right, number, yeah. dads. This was fun. Uh, we will be back. Uh, we'll do a show after the Super Bowl, and we'll talk about it and kind of the football off season and. What might happen? Like what should happen? Ceremony? Are we gonna do do one when Joe's wins his mortgage and he's going nuts? Uh, and when you know some of the other dads get cleaned out for I think Chris's fade guys collectively have five figures on Kansas City, so <laughs> it'll be a good time. But until then, everybody, good luck. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the commercials. Enjoy the halftime show. Enjoy the waste management before the Super Bowl. That is such a fun Sunday final round. So. We will be back early next week. And Chris is not here to remind us what happens when you bet on poop. Have you guys been betting poop college basketball? If you bet on poop, you might get lucky like us last night and get all these plus twos that are winning by a point. There you go. Later, everybody. Claire's got us. <laughs> <laughs>